Hey, hey, welcome back to the Queen's Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Marie MFT, or Asia Marie, depending on where you're meeting me. Thank you so much for joining us again. Today, we're going to be talking about a really, really, really uh, important, sensitive topic for a lot of people, how to finally stop people-pleasing. So if this is your first episode, your first introduction to the podcast, welcome. We are so glad to have you. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. And without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Okay, I'm so excited for this episode. Like... It's crazy how excited I am for this episode because I know how big of an issue people-pleasing in general is for so many of us as women. Now, I will say shout out to the men who tune in to the podcast. You're still going to enjoy and get some value out of this episode because unfortunately, even though, you know, stereotypically, a lot of us as women struggle with this issue, this is regrettably, one of those across the board issues where, I mean, people from, I mean, just everybody, lots of people, I won't say everybody, are struggling with this type of issue. People pleasing is so common. I don't even need to describe to you what people pleasing is, but just for the sake of the case, it's when we have this chronic pattern of self-neglect. Um... And that's when you start to lean a little bit more into codependency. So I'll try to stay focused. It's when, you know, we put others before ourselves. We're trying to please them. You know, we're trying to get their approval. We're trying to do what they like. And it causes a lot of people uh, frustration, discomfort, you know, a lot of resentment, bitterness. And this is, again, how a lot of people get through that gateway door into codependency, which builds off of that that chronic pattern of people pleasing. And so a lot of women struggle with this issue. A lot of people in general struggle with this issue, especially around the holiday season. People are interacting with family, matriarchs, mamas, grandmamas, you know, people are getting older. Our younger kiddos are unfortunately getting into the throes of people pleasing because we're seeing it in our family systems. And so it's a big issue. And whenever there are time periods where people are coming more together and maybe some people that we haven't seen in a while or we're planning events or what are you doing for Christmas, you know, Thanksgiving just passed. This issue can be magnified even more by these types of gatherings and the circumstances for it, like the holidays. So I was actually getting ready to write a blog post about it. If you're not subscribed to the Healthier Place PLLC blog or the Cycle Workers blog, which they're both the same thing. But if you're not subscribed, you should be subscribed um, because the written transcribed version of this episode is going to go on there. And I put other content on there as well that if you find the content here on TQC helpful, you're going to love the blog. So um, I was just about to write a blog post on this. And I said, you know what? This would be a really, really great podcast episode because so many women struggle with this. And so many kingdom women, Christian women, struggle with people pleasing. Because unfortunately, the line between healthy self-sacrifice and people-pleasing is not always very clear, depending on how you were raised to view your faith as a Christian and as a believer. 
And I know this has to be something that upsets the heart of God because even the Lord wasn't a people pleaser when he walked the earth. God himself is not a people pleaser. His standards and boundaries are clear in the word. And uh, and somewhere in there, uh, it gets really tricky for a lot of a lot of um, a lot of us who are saved to delineate between healthy self-sacrifice and this chronic pattern of people pleasing and uh, and uh, just bending over backwards, contorting, mask wearing, all types of stuff to be in people's good graces. And it again, it causes a lot of frustration. It breaks down, tears down relationships for relationships that often still stand. Unfortunately, a lot of times those relationships are held together by a facade. They're held together because they're functional. You do what I like you to do. And, uh, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> and uh, from the other person's point of view, And so a lot of people, a lot of my clients, they come into the self-care SOS recovery program in the first phase, right out of the gate, we're dealing with a relationship with ourselves. You guys might know that in this program, we really help people break up with the toxic relationship they have with themselves so that they can actually experience and maintain the respect and the honor that they're craving. And so... (sighs) the antithesis of that is people pleasing. People pleasing is one of the quickest ways to make sure that you don't get that. So how do we stop? How do we get out of this pattern? I'm going to be giving you guys just a few pointers today, right? We can't cover it all. I wish I could take all of you guys into the self-care SOS recovery program and like help you through it, but we can't do that, right? So um, now if you're interested, reach out. The website will be linked But for the sake of today, let's give you a few pointers of where you can start because a lot of people are trying to figure this issue out and there's so much guilt and there's so much doubt and there's so much shame. Um, It makes it really hard for them. So I've got about four or five real quick points for you. I'm going to try to keep this podcast episode succinct, okay? And uh, I hope that you enjoy it. I'll leave a, a review question or a review prompt so you can let me know your thoughts. Really excited to hear that. All right, let's get into these points. All right, so one of the first things that you really want to do is ask yourself the question, where? So the first two points are going to come in the form of a question, where and why? For where, let's at the stage, right? Lots of people don't people please in every circumstance. And you might feel like this is not as important, but if you struggle with people pleasing and you hear me out for a second, you're going to understand why it is valuable to you to ask yourself this question. Where do you struggle with people pleasing? In what context is what I mean by where? So like I said, a lot of people, they compartmentalize this issue. I see it all the time with my therapy clients and my coaching clients, especially when people are coming into self-care SOS, where are you having this problem a lot? You know, some people, they have no issue at work telling you where you can go and take your load of BS. (laughs) Uh, Or a lot of people with that friend, they don't have any issue telling them, no, girl, I don't want to do that. You know, or a lot of people at church, they don't have any issue going, "Mm, yeah, I know how much they want us all to uh, do X, Y, and Z, but they're not going to see me till da-da-da-da. Okay, where are your hot spots? 
context, context, you know, <laughs> context with an S. Where are your hot spots? Where is it that you find yourself people pleasing? Because it's probably a couple of specific areas. Some of the common areas are in romantic relationships with your boo, your babe, um, your boyfriend, your spouse, to the guys listening to your girlfriend, your spouse. Um, Romantic relationships are a very, very common area where people pleasing takes place. Families families within those familial relationships that's another especially with a lot of my therapy clients I see this a lot the family system is full of people pleasing I mean we have generations of people pleasing where we're all just which I get because I came from the same background before I was able to make headway on this issue and finally put it behind me but a lot of us learn from our mothers from our sisters what it means to people please before we even know that it's people pleasing we think that it's being nice we think that it's being selfless we think that it's being a good christian and so where are your hot spots those are two common areas where is it for you this is valuable information because if it's not everywhere it's important to know where it is showing up is it at work if it's at work is it with a particular boss is it with a particular coworker is it actually with your friends? Is it with a particular friend group? Where is this showing up? Is it whenever it's time to volunteer? And I get it. A lot of times when I first start speaking with clients on this issue, one of their one of their quickest responses is to say everywhere across the board. But then when we look at it more closely, which is why I've learned to ask this question, where are you having this problem? We look at it more closely and it's like, you don't mind telling that person that you can't make that lunch or you don't mind telling that person that you're not going to be you know, signing up to the gift registry or you don't mind telling that person that you don't have $50 for X, Y, and Z. But it does really get to you to tell your mom that you're not coming home for Thanksgiving or and you end up going anyway. Or it does really become a problem for you to tell your partner that like, you need some space uh, because they take it the wrong way or however you feel. You know, where are these issues or to tell your your uh, boss that you don't want to take on that additional stressor that's not even a part of your job description and you don't want to do it literally. Um, and it's a choice. Even when they ask you, are you sure? You still, you find yourself saying, yeah, yeah. And inside you're screaming like, why are you saying that? Stop. Where do you most commonly have this issue where does it come up so much that you people please habitually and it drives you crazy because that's probably what it's doing that's probably why you're listening to this episode because the people pleasing in your life is driving you literally up a wall as a reformed people pleaser i shouldn't even say it like that because i don't even like saying it as if i'm still as if, as if that's still the case as a uh, a recovered no just I used to be a people pleaser okay and as someone who finally let the life go I can tell you looking back it was so stressful so annoying so frustrating and and it makes you feel like a prisoner in your own life and it absolutely will drive you up a wall you feel taken advantage of you know that other people notice that you're just ripe for the picking to be taken advantage of. And you can get to the point where you really hate yourself for it. And so that that 
is the big part of why we're also making this episode. Your mental health is largely affected by how you interact with other people. And so this this pattern of people pleasing can tank your mental health and keep it uh, below the ground for as long as it's running rampant in your life. So first you wanna ask yourself, where is this happening? What's the context that this is happening most in your life? Where, in what relationship, with who? Who's that top three? That it's like, oh my gosh, when it comes to these three people or places, I've got it so bad when it comes to people pleasing. Identify those, that's powerful. And what are the areas where you you don't do as bad or you don't have that problem at all? That's really important to know for, for the second point because the second thing I would encourage you and recommend that you do is to ask yourself the question of why. Yeah, it's cliche. But even the Bible says in all that getting good understanding, you need to understand what's going on with you. What's the motivation? What's the trigger? When you ask yourself why, that's what I want you to be looking for. What is motivating me to behave this way? What's triggering me? What's motivating me? Two distinct questions. What's triggering me and what's motivating me to people please in these hot button areas? Those areas you identified from number one of where you're people pleasing the most or where it's actually happening. Why? What motivates you in those relationships or in those moments to contort, bend over backwards and, and try to get approval? What, what, what motivates that? What motivates that? Do you think that it's going to make you guys closer? Do you think that... Um, um, it's going to give you more favor in that person's eyes. Do you think that it'll protect you? You know, do you think that it'll keep you under the radar? Do you think that it'll help you stand out? What's your motivation for behaving the way you're doing? Because you are making this choice to behave this way. So whether you feel you're doing it because you want to or you don't, Something's motivating it, you know? Do you think that it's gonna, again, you know, paint you in a better light in this person's eyes? Do you think it's gonna bring you guys closer together? Do you think that it'll um, help you stand out? Do you think it'll help you stay under the radar because you're not trying to draw attention to yourself? What's motivating you? And then what's the trigger? So we can have certain motivations of why we people please. And we typically do. There's some really common ones that we go through in the self-care program as we walk through these, answering these questions and then addressing the issues together in that program. But for you, wherever you are, you can be motivated by something, but in the moment when the behavior shows up, is that the same thing as what triggered you in that moment? So what do I mean by that? Um, maybe typically in this friendship, you people please. That's answering question number one. And question number two, uh, what motivates you is like, you really want to be close to this person. You really like this person. You want this person also to feel like you guys are really close because you want to be close to this person. So you feel really close to them. You want them to feel like they're really close to you. And like you guys are complimentary, you know, like you're so compatible. You get along so well. You're so close. You guys just click. That's what you want them to feel. And that's what you want it to be. And so that really motivates you to people please in this relationship. But maybe the triggers when the actual behavior takes place. So when you actually get into the people pleasing, maybe the trigger is, is typically something like, oh, um, 
Well, I had already laid down to start relaxing for the night. And it's like, like clockwork, I get a text from this person. And so the last time I told them that I couldn't hang out or I couldn't do this or I couldn't do that, it felt like the text got dry. And, uh, and I realized I was afraid, you know, for there to be, for it to feel like there's emotional distance between us, for it to feel like this person might be pulling back from me whenever they're not happy with me. And whenever I get that feeling, I get into people pleasing. That's what we call a trigger. Something like scary or threatening, you know, that comes up in that friendship where we then respond, usually in an effort to try to keep ourselves safe or keep something protected, keep something protected. And so that's an example of a trigger. So you wanna ask yourself where, where is it happening? Why, what's the motivation? And then what's, what's some common triggers? And then next, I really want you to ask yourself, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? And the triggers and these questions, you can see that they build on each other. Where is this happening? All right, we've located it. Why? What's motivating you? And then what's triggering it? So what's, what's motivating you overall? And then in the moments where it comes up, what's causing it to come up? And from those triggers, we usually are able to really help clients isolate what they're afraid of. People pleasing is typically very motivated by fear. There's some other things that get attached to that fear. But you can almost bet fear is in there. What are you afraid of? What are you so afraid of, you know, that you're trying to protect or you're trying to avoid that it would cause you to engage in this type of behavior where you kind of maybe even feel like sometimes you sell yourself out. You know, maybe sometimes you feel like you wear a costume or you wear a mask and it's exhausting, you know, coming out of this costume and putting that one back on and and taking this mask off and putting that one back on or having to stuff down how you really feel, what you really want, what you really think, what you really need, what your preference really is so that you can be more compatible and favorable to whatever it is you're trying to appease or wherever you're trying to get that approval. What? is it what is it that you're afraid of what are you trying to protect because i know sometimes we don't like that first question you know i'm not afraid of anything okay what are you trying to protect what's important to you what's so important to you in this dynamic this relationship this friendship this family this circumstance this job whatever it is What's so important to you? What is it that you're valuing that makes you go? I feel like I have to do this. I feel like I have to bend over backwards. I feel like I have to contort. I feel like I have to put the mask on. I feel like I have to, you know? Or I feel like I want to. Even though part of me doesn't want to, the other part of me does because I want this. What is it? What are you afraid of? What are you trying to protect? What do you most desire that's connected to why you're people pleasing. These three questions will really help you stop people pleasing because the very last point, point number four, which is it's time to address and replace, address and replace, a little A and R, but we're not talking about artist development. Is that the, is that the, <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. That could be so wrong, but I feel like I heard that somewhere A and R, artist 
and something. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> in order to 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 complete successfully, right, the address and replace point, which is where you really get into the good stuff. You start doing the dirty work, yeah. It's about to get a little messy, but it's gonna be okay. It's really rough at the start, but then it, it's easy and it gets easier and easier and people respect you more and you love the way you feel. You you respect yourself. I mean, it's incredible the way you feel, when you feel like, you know, you're your own person, you have your own voice. And whether people like it or not, you have the permission to be you as well. And actually you get to decide, you know, you Bell, please. I'm recording a podcast episode. Go get on your bed. It's sorry, you guys. So it's exciting when you get to, you realize, hey, maybe I should be asking myself, do I even like what's going on instead of trying so much to be what is light. In order to get to that place where you can do that dirty work with any kind of direction, that good, important work with any kind of effectiveness, you need to understand what's going on. This is why a lot of times people do seek support. This is why a lot of clients come into the self-care SOS program because, you know, you can feel like you've been working on this issue, working on this issue, working on this issue, trying to get better at this issue, hating that this is going on, hating yourself for it in general for years. You know, most people start this when they're young because they learned it from their family members. So you can work at this for years and feel like, why am I not making headway? Headway. Why am I still this way? You know, different face, same cakes. You know, different place, same issue, different job, same circumstance, different event, same problem, same drama, you know, and you recognize it's coming from the fact that it's hard for you to say no and it's hard for you to stand up for yourself and it's hard for you to not just become whatever people need you to be. You feel like a chameleon, you know, but you're still dealing with it and you don't understand why you're not just over it. Maybe you don't really understand why you have the issue in the first place. And when we don't really understand why, what's motivating us and where it's coming from, it's hard for us to really be effective in our approach in fixing it. You know, it's like if you go to the doctor and they can't figure out what's wrong, it's real dangerous for them to just start doing anything because the problem has a unique solution. You can try anything, throw it at the wall and hope it sticks. And you'll probably land at the right answer at some point. It's just a matter of how long do you want to suffer and and feel this way and experience the fallout that happens in your relationships and in your professional life. How long do you want that to go on before you reach your solution? So I hope that these tips were helpful for you today. The address and replace I know I didn't go into too much detail about that one, but that's because it's largely based on what your answers to the first three questions were. That's the kind of deeper work that we get into in the self-care SOS program. Um, But if you're seeing your own therapist or coach, I totally encourage you to reflect on the first three questions for yourself and take that to them and see like, okay, what do I need to address and replace? You know, what, what needs to happen for me? to it to uh to see this get better in my life you know so i can finally get the feelings that i want to get out of what it's like to be me and what it's like to be me and my friendships and my relationships and at work and at school and whatnot so i hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast episode right how to finally stop people pleasing where why what are you afraid of or what are you trying to protect And then 
addressing the answers to those questions and replacing them with a healthier foundation um, and motivation. <clears throat> if you guys are looking for support and how to do this, uh, I know you've heard me talk about the self-care SOS program. We are taking a couple more people. It's getting kind of full over there. So um, uh, if you're interested and you hear this episode, you're definitely going to want to reach out. Um, we only got a few more slots left. End of the year is a, a busy time. We usually get more of an influx around this time and uh, we're definitely seeing it now. So um, if you want to get your own slot within the Self-Care SOS Recovery Program, reach out by using the link in the description and uh, we'll get back to you and give you some more information about that. Otherwise, thank you guys so, 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 so much for tuning into this podcast episode. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for listening. The podcast continues to grow. I'm so excited about it. Uh, make sure you share the podcast with a friend or something. Let's get the word out there because the Queen's Corner is the place to be for all things Kingdom Women Living related. Remember that the Lord loves you. You are the bomb. You are awesome. You are amazing. You are smart. You are intelligent. You are growing. You are you are awesome. I already said it once, but it deserves saying twice. You are awesome. You are a marvelous work of the Lord God. Let your soul know a full world, just like the Bible verse says. You are amazing. God loves you. He has a plan for your life. And the more you focus on him and on growing as a woman um, and loving yourself for who he's created you to be, the more you'll continue to walk right into that purpose that God has for you and enjoy walking all into all those blessings that the Lord has for you. So I don't know what that was for, but I hope that that was encouraging for somebody. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Um, why am I hesitating? Because I'm like, mm, I didn't do a little space for the ad. So we're going to listen to the ad real quick, mad quick, okay? Please stay tuned because your girl's trying to grow in the podcast space and these ads are helpful. Um, <laughs> but again, share the podcast with someone that you know it will help. If anyone came to mind where you were listening, go ahead and share it with them and I will see you guys later. Bye. Oh, also, before I forget, so um, apparently Spotify does not do the, do the thing anymore where they allow you to, like, do basically ads to build up and whatever. I think the metrics have changed in terms of what you have to reach before you can monetize it. So if you guys really enjoy this podcast and you just feel led to donate, please, a donation would really, really, really help this podcast and the work that we're doing across the board with Maria MFT. So please consider making a small donation today by sending a cash app to dollar sign T-H-E-E-A-S-H-A-M-A-R-I-E. That's dollar sign V with two E's, Asia Marie. And it'll also be in the description. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.